0: Hi, I'm Milton Allen-Turner, and this week I'll be joining Sandra D. Bishop of the Making the Connection Between Race and Health podcast, discussing the 2022 Oscar broadcast, and particularly Will Smith's violent reaction to Chris Rock's joke about his wife, Jada Pinkett Smith. Welcome to this week's edition of
1: Worldviews. So good afternoon. Good afternoon. And I'm not even sure of what we're calling this. However, um, I'm I'm happy. I'm Sandra Bishop and I am happy to be joined by by my friend Milton Allen Turner as we talk about um, this. What do we call it? The smackdown? smack gate I don't what do we call this? The
0: New York Post said us the best smactor award on their cover today. Smactor award. It's it the, the best actor the best smackter.
1: Oh my gosh that uh, that's so corny <laughs> It's the New York Post what do you expect? <laughs> but um, what happened yesterday during the Oscars between Will Smith and Chris Rock and what um, for many of us we have seen this played out over and over again it is one of going to be one of the most famous smackdowns ever ever recorded and it all happened live on the 2022 oscar stage so what we saw was a um a, a clip and you know i i really like to share the clip Um, for those of you who might have missed it. But um, let's see if I can pull that up as we are talking. And uh, what happened yesterday was that as Chris Rock was basically hosting the Oscars, uh, as always, Chris Rock and his dialogues can be, what do I want to call it, peppery?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he can push the envelope.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. And and pushing the envelope, I think, is is kind of what he is best known for, just exactly. to be able to get up and land a joke and um, and at the uh I, I, Uh, On uh, on the participants that are there, on the participants that were involved. And so on this particular day, um, Chris Rock told a joke and his joke was to say that he was and and I'll play it for you. I I don't have the clip up now, but we'll play it for you um, before you hear this. So but it was referring to to Jada as um, looking forward to her playing G.I. Jane 2, G.I. Jane 2. Now, I'll I'll tell you this, Alan, I thought it was a total overreaction. (laughs) I thought it was a total overreaction because Um, initially when we saw that, when it, when, when we saw the joke that was landing or the joke that was being told the, of course the camera, good camera people, the camera flashed right on to Jade and Will Smith. Will Smith seemed to find it hilarious, but the uh, reaction in Jada Pickett Smith was almost instantaneous. She rolled her eyes and shifted in her seat. Mm -hmm. And then the, camera flashes back to chris rock saying that was a good one um and then the next thing that we, was a nice one it was like that was a nice one was, yeah was okay like,
0: he, he could have done worse jokes he said that was a nice joke that was a-
1: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: he could, have gone, he could have gone farther gone darker but he said that was a nice one
1: <laughs> right 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 and 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 it was, I mean, well, of course, not by Jada's standards, but but for many of us, and, and this is one of the things that I say, for many of us, G.I. Jane was a, a hero. I mean, as a younger girl, seeing G.I. Jane and played by demi moore when she shaved off her head and was basically trying to make it through basic training she we all cheered for her it was as if it for us it was a moment of pride
0: and i was struck in reading um i've been reading accounts of the incident, the SmackDown, and all in news reports all over the world, and I'd forgotten that in French, GI Jane was called Armes égal, like equally taking arms. That the title was very explicitly about equality, as opposed to in English with that GI Joe, GI Jane, it was talking about equal whites and the other. So that when you mentioned that, that sort of reinforced that for me. And personally, when I was watching the Oscars, two things struck me about that. The first is that the outfit that she had with the green and the very straight neck and other things, it had almost a military air to it. So my first impression that he was talking more about the dress than mm. her hair, than her alopecia. So it wasn't until afterwards like, oh, that might be what she was, what she got upset about the other. But I thought it was more the outfit almost being like a military and very straight formal that he was making fun about. And then secondly, the joke that he made right before was with Javier Bardem and Penelope Cruz. Mm -hmm. And in that one, you had a joke where you had a couple where he was making fun that uh, Javier Bardem was in an impossible situation since they were both up for Oscars. And he was joking that if Penelope Cruz lost... But how yeah, Rodin could not win. Right. He no matter what, even if he won, he won. That he was saying, please, please let Chris Rock win. And just watching how Bada was laughing at Penelope Cruz, maybe just kind of rolling her eyes. But their reaction to the joke was being much more natural and professional, where maybe Penelope Cruz didn't find it quite as funny, but she just kind of rolled it off. How did the Bartodame rolled with it? And they let the show continue. And then mm-hmm. contrasting that with Jada and Will. We're again Will at first was laughing aloud, but Jada was like, no, I'm not having any of this.
1: <laughs> I mean, and, and it was so funny because even her response um just kind of reminded me of that wicked character that she played in um what was, oh what was that show that she was Gotham? in? Gotham. Gotham, yes. Yeah, that that kind of like sick <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know that whole thing, and so as as I'm as I'm sitting there and I'm watching this unfold, I kept thinking to myself: At what point is Will Smith, and from the time they flash the camera off of him to the time when Will when uh Chris Rock says, "Oh no," like <laughs> like here he comes. Mm-hmm. At what point does something like step one, step two? Is it a certain point? At which he says, oh, this is a bad idea. I need to go back (laughs) to my seat. You know, Mm -hmm. I kept thinking to myself at at a certain point was it. I don't know that anybody expected what we saw.
0: Right. And that's why most people at first thought was like, was this a joke? Was this, Was this a setup? And yeah, I was, it was watching insane. it live on TV, and it was the fact that when the sound went off and they were freezing and it's like, oh, something just went down because if it had been a joke, they would have rolled with it in the sound. Of it. But the fact that they froze and took the audio out, is like, no, something isn't right. So then I was furiously on Twitter and on the Internet trying to find international feeds to find out what really happened. Yeah. And even as you said, even if he just sat in his seat, and got off on the tirade and said, um, "How did he say this? It? Like, I don't, you my, um, don't, have, don't have my wife's epic name come out of your mouth, or something. Even if he just sat in the seat, yelling and cussing at him, that would have been one thing, and I probably would have uh, felt better about that. But like you said, what didn't click in his mind when he decided to get up out of his seat at the Oscars and walk across the stage to slap the presenter?" On national live television, right? And when, when does it not go in the back yes. of your mind that like, ah, uh, I just crossed, yes. I just crossed the line? Especially yes. after this last week, where we all saw the Senate confirmation hearings with Ketanji Brown Jackson, where as many times as she's sitting there oh and wanted God. to slap the crap out of Ted Cruz or Senator Blackburn yes. or Tom Cotton or Josh Hawley, and she just sat there and gave him the look. Right. And that look was enough where we all knew exactly what she was thinking and exactly what they deserved. And they right. probably did deserve to have her stand up and go across them and slap them in front of the Senate Judiciary Committee. But she just sat there, gave the look, mm-hmm. and it would continue with all due respect and just move on. Yes. When did that not cross through Will Smith's <laughs> <Wolf's laughs> mind that just like you know, let's deal with this at an after party, let's deal with this in private or in a commercial break but not yes. on stage on national international right. television
1: and you know and and I, for me i kept thinking to myself if you know Will Smith is very vocal. I mean, when you see some of the um, the his choices and roles that he does, um, his inspirational uh, messages that he puts out there, he always has things that are coming out talking about just this about how we manage ourselves in the world, and then to see him go through. And not have the wherewithal to to rein in this emotional <laughs> train wreck was just like I, I'm, I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, my gosh, what are you th- thinking what are you thinking and what is that saying to the general public that anger trumps all of the 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 craziness that could go on i i yeah. it was just mind-blowing to me but That's now here's like the other, here's the other thing though that got me i chris rock took a good punch
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, so he he didn't back away back down i think it- like you said, part of me was shocked, but like you said, he saw it coming. He even announced, Oh, here comes King Richard, here comes Mr. Smith. He saw it coming.
1: I, I would have at guess least. He was just I at least it. it's like, What is he
0: coming up here for? He can't possibly be coming up here to smack me. Oh, he just did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I would have at least ducked or swerved or, or something. I mean, isn't that a natural response almost mm-hmm. to kind of at least pull back or something? Yep. But no, he was. he... <laughs> he just he just he stood there on his mark and it landed just (laughs) like (laughs) and 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 still got a joke out of it Mm -hmm. i I was just that whole thing was just unreal
0: yeah and part of me i Reading some of the reviews of it, I had to think, stop myself and think it, one of the things that disturbed me was some of the commentators mentioning, if it had been a different host or if it had been a white host, would have worked the same way. If it had been Ricky Gervais or Billy Crystal I'm delivering Boy, that, Will, Will Smith <laughs> or oh, yeah. right, oh, The Rock, yeah, <laughs> would Will Smith have gotten out of his seat and gone up to smack anybody else other than Chris Rock, or particularly would he have done that to a white host?
1: Well, you know what? I wonder if there was some kind of history between him and Chris Rock. You know what I mean? I wonder if there was history. Because when he started shouting, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth, I... I I couldn't help but wonder is this a
0: little extra passion, a little history there that that seemed to be a little personal.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Is this something else? Is it something more? Um, And so when, when you think about it from that perspective, all the things that we don't know, I don't know that it was, um, who knows, (laughs) who knows I I can't imagine anybody punching Billy Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't imagine anybody um, going. There's a lot of people. I I couldn't imagine somebody going. And and I don't. I couldn't imagine anybody else just standing there and taking it. I could see <laughs> even if you swung at Billy Crystal, I think he would have ducked. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I think they would have had to run it around better, better the been stage at least a little bit.
0: Target, not a stationary target. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: I, I think I think he would have ran around the stage a little bit and tried to,
0: you know, was <laughs> no, Ali impersonation or so.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Will Smith walks up there like he's Muhammad Ali or something, and he's, mm. you know, you just played the character, you are not <laughs> the character, right? And even if you thought you were channeling Mr. Williams, King Williams, I, I just does not work when it comes down to being primetime, um, a family-based show, Oscars, everyone around the world is watching, and this is what you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, you know, when when we talk about the winners and losers from last night's Oscars, I, I think that even though he won the Oscar, it was a big loss. I right. think it was. As though the picture being around
0: the country of him holding his Oscar, like Oscar went for King Richard, it's the meme of the slap. And that slap with the meme like Batman slapping Robin to that. That's what everybody's going to remember, unfortunately, is what happened before the Oscar. Not the fact that he won one of the highest awards of his life. Is that he made potentially a very unfortunate mistake. But then everybody's going to talk about the smack instead of his role in King in King Richard or his acting career. And he's probably going to get over it. It's probably not going to be the end of his career, but there's always going to be a taint or an asterisk. That, that's always going to be yeah. that that someone's going to add to it, as opposed to talking about his career, his work. There's always going to be and this other thing on the outside.
1: Yeah. And that
0: Which was fortunate. We too often always have this and the other people don't mm-hmm. always just judge us as black people, just by our works and by the credentials. But there's always going to be this other that's brought in for whatever reason. And that people, all, again, the picture is always going to be him smacking Chris Rock instead of holding the Oscar that he's been trying to win for 20 years. Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, I I, um, I would have loved to have seen him actually apologize that night when he's uh, accepting his Oscar. So
0: he apologized to the audience and to the to, audience to, to right. the Academy, not to Chris Rock.
1: Right? Exactly. Exactly. And that was that would have been his prime opportunity to apologize right then and there. That would have showed a lot more personal restraint than just trying to say, hey, I'm sorry y'all had to see that. I mean, it's, you know, it's, I, you know, he fell short by not trying to make amends then. By, by not, you know, I, there, to some degree, own your actions, own that you actually walked up. And, and this was a big night for Chris Rock, too. It's not just Will Smith winning an Oscar. This was this was Chris Rock actually hosting the Oscars. Maybe maybe not for the first time, but you know this. It was a it was still a big deal. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was a big deal, and to get SmackDown on on worldwide television, who wants that? As you know. Who wants that? Who wants to be remembered or seen in that way? Right, right, And while, yes, Chris Rock may have received a lot of praise for still being able to hold it together and, and trying to stay on point, you know, so that the show must go on, while he may receive a lot of praise for that, he was still bitch-smacked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Right. <laughs> <Hey. laughs> Just- at least it wasn't a backhand,
0: huh?
1: <laughs> that I guess a backhand would have made it all the more <laughs> offensive, <Even> more, right? <laughs> but but either way, either way, it was. Oh, that was just just foul. It was terrible. And right after, um, Katangi. Just, I mean, this week, just showed the strength um, that she did through what she has gone through to see that on television was just um, I, I I don't even know what the fallout is going to be from this are we going to now um, have the Smith gang uh, you know with Jada at the um, at the head of that I, I don't know what this is how this is going to pan out but I you know I think that is a to all of us to to really hold ourselves to a higher standard Mm -hmm. Um, that that sure enough, we get angry and we get mad. But this is not the way to handle our anger.
0: And it is really sad that unfortunately in 2022 that again, some people, those in the majority, can be free to make mistakes and to show their butts and to get angry and things like that. But we, as black people can't, (laughs) That it's like, it's unfortunate that there is a double standard, but we are called to a higher standard and that we understand that we can't just be like everybody else, that we've got to be stronger and better and speak to our better angels and listen to, um, that angel on our shoulder and not the devil on the other side, that we're, we're judged by a different standard that we're called to a higher standard. And we can't just be normal and our emotions flow as somebody else can because it's, it's viewed in an entirely different context. It's understood in an entirely different way that we are being held as an example for the race and for our people that we aren't judged as individuals.
1: Mm. That's interesting. Um, we have, as a, a race of people, um, been accused of not being able to control ourselves emotionally. <laughs> um, I would, I would give you that—that that there has been a almost barbaric type of um a barbaric type of um imagery or association that has been made about and towards people of color black people in particular and so it's unfortunate that we see this type of thing that is played out over the screen. However, we also know that um, that there is a spectrum, a wide mm-hmm. spectrum of what um, people experience. The, the not only the trauma, and when we talk about how we respond to trauma, but also. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's a spectrum for those who are how, how Will Smith proclaims himself to be. Spiritual, loving, forgiving, holding himself to a higher standard, having power over his thoughts and over his mind um, and what he is capable of doing through a control of his mind. There is that Will Smith and then what we saw that seemed to be speaking to um you know, to the base of what is possible for Will Smith. And I suppose all of us have that ability within us, but we also have the ability to make better choices. Mm -hmm. And it was my hope that um, somewhere in those 20 steps that he took from his seat to the stage, something might've come over to him and said that this is not the way. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, Interesting. I always find it sad and unfortunate that if it had
0: been, say, Johnny Depp or Bradley Cooper or Tom Hanks, that if any one of those actors had done that, they would have been judged entirely as an individual. But unfortunately, because it's Will Smith and a Black actor, that there's this other element to it that just... Of race that gets intranscended that is always going to be viewed differently as you said that somehow that brings back somehow this idea that we're emotional or incapable of of controlling our emotions that these racial tropes and stereotypes keep rearing their ugly head and come right back up and then for better or worse that it becomes uh, an indictment on an entire people, an entire culture, and not on an individual on an individual or even just a situation, not even an individual, just a situation,
1: yeah, yeah, Will Smith should have known better, he did, he just didn't manage to do better mm. so
0: you said the initial reaction seemed to be one thing with the sort of lap it off and smiling off, but yeah like you said something in that interim snapped mm-hmm. and turned.
1: Well, Mr. Turner, I thank you so much for this conversation.
0: Oh, well, thank you. Always a pleasure. Uh,
1: yeah. I, you know, I, uh, I, I want to say, um, first off, there's, uh, and I don't know that I said this before, there are plenty of Black women who suffer and have had alopecia. As a matter of fact, I know Black men that have alopecia. It is not a life-threatening, um, maybe embarrassing um, May be inconvenient, but of course we all have the option of of covering that up. Jada could do so in any number of ways that she wished to, but as she goes out with um, with her head shaved, I think that there is that expectation that somebody might say something at some point, even if they didn't say it to her face, that somebody might say something. That does not make it right, mm-hmm. um, but it is not the same type of um, heart-wrenching, oh my God, as if she had that cut her hair off because she had cancer. It just, right. it just, it's just, it's just alopecia. <laughs> I don't mean to make light of it, but um, I just—that's not life-threatening. It's a
0: right, right. It could be unfortunate, but it is not fatal.
1: Right, right. And and nobody sits up and cries over somebody having alopecia. It's just. Yeah, it's inconvenient and I know I know plenty of people with it. So, um I I I am just I'm just floored by this and uh we'll watch and see what else comes out of this. I thank you for the conversation, sir. Oh, thank you. Always a pleasure. <laughs> All right. And uh and for those of you at home, um the moral of this is, is learn how to, you know, our parents used to tell us, learn how to count to 10, take a couple of deep breaths, count to 10, and then think, is this a good idea? <laughs> you know?
0: I do think I'd measure twice, cut once, like take a deep breath, think about it a couple times before you act, don't act the first time, but take that extra consideration, take that extra second, decide, is this really worth it Do I really have this right?
1: Right, right. All right. So you guys um, next time we'll come with another perspective on something brand new. So until then, Mm -hmm. (laughs) thank you.
0: Thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show and that you found something in it to spark a deeper conversation leading to greater understanding. I'm Milton Allen Turner, and I invite you to join me again next week for more worldview.